God bless you. God bless you once again. God bless you. God bless you. Heaven smile on you this day. God is a good God and he's good all the time. We give God praise and glory and honor for all that he has done, all that he, he's doing. Great is the Lord and he's greatly to be praised. So I need everybody on this podcast to give God some praise, to magnify him, to exalt the Lord your God, to lift him up and to give him glory and honor because our God is great. He is an awesome God. He's a faithful God. He is a promise keeper. He is a way maker. And I thank God for that. Thank God for each and every one of you that tune into our podcast. And we are so thankful to God for an opportunity to bring forth his precious word to you. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. And we believe in God for great things that happen in this telecast tonight. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you. We glorify you, Father God. We lift your name on high, Father. We give you praise, give you glory, for you are worthy to be praised. You're an awesome God. We thank you, O oh God, for just being so awesome in our lives. Thank you for your grace. Lord God, thank you for your amazing, sufficient grace. God, we're not only here. We're here because of your grace. We are here because of your grace, God, and we thank you for it. We thank you for your mercy that endures forever, that is renewed towards us today. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for your love, your unending, unfailing love. Thank you, O oh God. Thank you. You are love. And we thank you, O oh God, for that. Father, we come in the name of Jesus, asking you, O oh God, to please forgive us for every sin we've committed. Lord God, we have sinned and fallen short of your glory, Father God. Forgive us right now. Forgive us, Father God, for we have sinned. We sinned against you, Father. And we ask, oh God, please forgive us. According to your word, oh God, we confess our sin. You are faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So, oh God, we confess our sins to you. We confess, oh God, we've missed the mark. Wash us, cleanse us in the precious, precious blood of Jesus. And we thank you, oh God, we've forgiven right now. We are forgiven. And we thank you for it, Father. And Father, we forgive. Those who trespass against us, O oh God. Those who hurt us, O oh God. Who mistreated us, O oh God. Who neglected us. Who abandoned us, O oh God. We forgive them. We forgive them, O oh God. Just as you have been so merciful to us, O oh God, we forgive them. In the precious name of Jesus. Father, we come thanking you, O oh God, for being our Redeemer. Thanking you, O oh God, for all your benefits. Thanking you, O oh God, for all you have done. Lord God, your word is a lamp to our feet, a light to our path. The entrance of your word giveth light. O oh God, we approach you, O oh God, reverence, O oh God. Have your way, O oh God. Lord God, I hide myself behind the cross. None of me, but all of thee, I pray. Let the words of my mouth, the thoughts of my heart, be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, because you are. You are my strength. Strength like no other. You are my strength, O oh God. You are my strength and my Redeemer. I thank you in Jesus' name. Can we say amen? Can we say amen again? Can we say amen again? Isn't God good? Isn't the Lord good? This is the day the Lord has made and rejoice and be glad. And I know it's easy to say that, but I know, I know the newspaper is saying, but you know what? You've got to rejoice. That is the key to your joy. Rejoicing, 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 rejoicing. Because it takes your focus on what's happening around you. 
Glory to God. Let's go to our Bible to the book of James chapter 5. James chapter 5. The epistle of James. Amen. James chapter 5. And we're beginning at verse number 16. No, let's back up that. Let's back up. Let's back up. Let's back up. Yes, let's back up that scripture. Mm. Let's look at verse 13. Is any one of you in trouble? You should pray. Is anyone happy? Let him sing songs of praise. Is any of you sick? He should call the elders of the church to pray over him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise him up. If he has sinned, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Or the King James said, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availed much. But look at verse number 16. Therefore, confess your faults one to another. And I want to entitle this brief message as Transparency. Can I be real with you? Transparency. A question. Can I be real with you? Charlton Heston was one of the greatest actors of our time. He starred in many great motion pictures, Airport 77, Earthquake, Ben-Hur, but he'd always be remembered for playing the role of Moses in the Ten Commandments. It got someone so it, it it was a defining acting role. Moses. Moses. He played that part so well, even to the day he passed away, he will be remembered as playing Moses. But it was a role he was playing. He was not Moses. He's an actor playing Moses. Some of the best actors in the world are not on HBO, Netflix, ABC, or NBC, or CBS. They, they gather together on Sunday morning at 11 o'clock in a, in a sanctuary. Some of the best actors in the world are preaching. Some are in the praise and worship team. Some are ushers. Some are just in the company, but they have a certain role they play and they play very well. The reason why I entitled this transparency is because in the season that we're in and we know what's going on with this virus it's time for the real Christian to stand up. The real child of God to stand up. I asked people on Facebook, what have you learned during this time? Because I said before, if you have not learned the lesson in the problem, guess what? You're going to have to go through the test all 
over again. And one of the things that I believe we need to find out that we have discovered by ourselves is that we have put on this mask. This mask of superiority. This mask of I'm better than you. This mask of look at me and look down at you. This mask is look at the way I am. Look at who you are. This mask is, you know what? This because of this. And, 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 and all kinds of masks we wear. This religious mask we put on every Sunday. And we portray ourselves as being saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, five baptized, tongue-talking people that have no problems, no issues. I'm all right. I'm okay. Everything is going my way. I am blessed and highly favored. Our favorite catchphrase. If I ask you doing, I'm blessed and I'm highly favorable. Look at James once again. It says, therefore confess your faults to one another. Can I, as a child of God, confess my faults to each and every one of you? Without worrying about being judged or ostracized or characterized or in some cases drawn out of the church. Can I as the woman with the alabaster pot, pour out my faults before you, as she did with the oil on Jesus' feet. She poured it out on his feet and washed it with her tears. Can I bring my alabaster box to you, my brother or my sister, and confess my faults to you? Can I be real with you? Because there are times that though I am child of God, I love the Lord all my heart, sometimes I get angry. Yes, I get angry at myself because of things I've done. What have you done, Mark, you may ask? Well, let's begin the story. I was married when I was about 19 years old, went through a horrible divorce. After my divorce, I found myself bankrupt. I found myself empty. I found myself depressed. So much so, I had to go see an army psychiatrist. I was stationed in Egypt at the time, and because of something that happened over in the States, I wasn't getting paid every month. I had to wash people's clothes just to get some money in my pocket to wash my clothes, cut my hair, do things I had to do for myself. I stand here as somebody who's not only been through divorce, but I have been homeless. Yes, homeless on the streets of New York City, 42nd Street. And Times Square. I used to walk 42nd Street to 59th Street just to stay awake because at the time you really didn't want to go to shelter. Even today, you didn't want to go to shelter. I got born again in 1984. Though I was born again in 1984, I struggled with depression. I struggled with anxiety. I struggle with pornography. Yes, before you delete this podcast, yes, I struggle with pornography. I struggled with it. To the point I would go to church on Sunday morning, and I was in a praise and worship team. Do praise and worship, sing unto the Lord. As soon as they say dismiss, I'll go home and put on a pornography tape. He went to the stream that I would go out on the 42nd Street at the time, Times Square that had these rows of X-rated movie houses. I would go into each one of them, all some of them. 
On Sunday morning, I put on my religious mask and know exactly what to say. I'm blessed and highly favored of God. Not only was I struggling with depression and anxiety and pornography, but I fornicated. I have a daughter because of that, and I thank God for my daughter. I thank God for her mother, but I went through a lot in the church for that because, unfortunately, we can show our scars to some people, but not everybody can receive you. So though I stood up and I said these things, I was, I was still characterized as the person who got the girl pregnant before they got married. I went through a lot of that. I went through a whole lot. I've been one who has experienced church hurt. Church hurt is when you've been talked about by the pastor of the church consistently to the point he smacks me in the face. I was in the praise and worship team, and the praise and worship team got so out of sort that they would actually put their hands on me, push me out the way, grab the mic from me, scream in my face, and yet they still wouldn't do praise and worship. They were still singing under the Lord. I lived in a basement apartment until I met a young lady. We lived together. And when that didn't work out, I met someone else. And we lived together also. And when that didn't work out, I found myself living in an abandoned house in Newark, New Jersey. At the drug dealers and crack users. I say these things not to look for your sympathy, but to let you know that everybody that comes to church has a fault. Everybody in the church has an issue. Everybody in the church has a thorn in the flesh. Everybody gets a pain, either they're on a podcast or doing a, a, a watch party or whatever. All of us has a scar. All of us has a wound. Can I show you my wounds? Can I show you my wounds? And, and, and pray that you would pray for me, not pray against me. And I say pray, P-R-E-Y. Pray against me. If anything, this virus that's happening to this nation, to this world really, ought to expose us. And say it's time for us not only to show that we're born again and sanctified and filled with God's Holy Spirit. But we can say, you know what? I've been where you are now, but I know a God that can deliver. I know a God that can set you free. I know a God that can heal your body. Because this is what he's done to me. And what he's doing to me. And what he's doing for me. But that scripture talks about can I come to you as a brother in Christ and confess my fault to you I'm in the praise and worship team by struggle with smoking cigarettes I'm in the praise and worship team by struggle with pornography I'm in the praise and worship team but I struggle with homosexuality I'm in the praise and worship team 
but I struggle with fear. I have anxiety attacks. Can I confess these faults to you? And you still see me as a brother in Christ or a sister in Christ? Or will you label me based on my confession? This is why many people don't come to the altar because they don't want everybody to know the business. This is why people don't come to church because they think all of us in the body of Christ are so perfect that we have no fault that our stuff, and sorry, our stuff don't stay. We are so holy. We're so holy and so righteous that we look down on people who are in the same situation that God brought us out of. Can I be real with you? Confess your faults one to another. And then the Bible says, and pray. And pray for, not against, pray for, P-R-A-Y, pray for one Another. So if I come to you as a brother in Christ and confess my faults to you, can I have the confidence that you'll pray for me? That you'll pray for me. We have seen year after year after year after year people in leadership positions get caught up in immorality. In all kinds of situations. And all they keep saying, I struggled with this for so long. And this is why we are the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. That means everybody that walks through the door of the church has a struggle, has an issue, has a fault. As a body of believers, we ought to get behind our brothers and say, You're my brother, you're my sister. You're not going to let go of God, I'm not going to let go of you. I'm going to pray for you. Let's pray together. And believe God for your breakthrough. Pray for one another. And then it says that you might be healed. Wait a minute. I'm praying for you, but I'm getting healed. I'm praying for your situation, and God is looking at my situation, and now I'm getting healed. Because what you may happen for others, God will make happen for you. Pray for one another that ye may be healed. Watch this. The effectual or the heartfelt, fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman has much power. A pastor of a large church one Sunday gets up in front of his congregation and begins to bring forth the word. In the middle of his sermon he stops. He begins to confess that he has in his house, in a secret room videotaped pornography all in his house. He's married and he has children. But he has a room that he watches pornography. He confessed it in front of the entire congregation. His wife and his kid are there. He sits down thinking, I must have messed up my whole ministry. 
I failed. The ministry was going prosper. He's on television doing books. They got an outreach ministry, and now he's up there confessing this to his congregation, to his wife and his children. He sits down and thinking, that's it. I lost it all. One man comes to him and said, thank you, sir. I struggle with the same thing. Then two, then three, then four, then five. And suddenly the altar is full of people weeping for God, confessing their struggle. And if they move the Holy Spirit, that change the entire congregation. That is what God wants. The Bible said a broken spirit and a contrite heart, he will not despise. If this situation did not break you, to say, I need to get myself together. I can't do this by myself. I need a brother and a sister to be there for me. Because the Bible said the two of you shall agree or touch anything. Can I find a brother that I can be myself around? Or do I always got to put on a role, an act, a mask, just to appease you? But can I break it down to you and say, I'm born again, but man, I got issues. I got this situation. Will you pray for me? Will you pray for me? I don't know who's going to listen to the podcast. I have no idea. I don't. And I'm going to you know, I'm just going to put it out there on, on social media and put it out there in the web. And you know what? Doesn't matter to me. Because the one thing about being real with God and with people is knowing that whether you believe it or not, I'm still saved. I'm still saved. I'm still saved. If you're listening to this podcast and there's an issue you're dealing with, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. I want to believe God for you. I want you set free and delivered. I want you to be all that God created you to be. I want you to actually be what the Bible says, more than a conqueror through him because he loves you. I want you to really understand what it is to be an overcomer because I've been there. I've been there where I felt that God has forsaken me because I've messed up so many times. And I didn't want to tell about it in the church because I'm being hurt in the church. People just talk about it like I, I could not even come to the door of the church but I'm being talked about. I felt so empty, so void. I felt that because of things I've done that no one's going to love it, but I found the love of God. He loved me. I don't care what issue you may have. God still loves you. He has never or will he ever turn his back on you. I don't care what it is that you're dealing with. I know a God that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly and above all we can even ask or think. And this is the part here. You look at the life of Samson, strongest man ever known, strongest man that ever walked the face of the earth. 
in public, he was powerful. He was strong. In private, he couldn't deal with Delilah. And ultimately, Delilah dealt with him. If you don't deal with your issues, your issues will eventually deal with you. Or at the Bible says, be sure what you do in the dark will come to light. I want you to be free in Christ. But also free to be you. Free to be real. Yes, I'm saved. Yes, I'm sanctified. Yes. But I'm still on the part of where God is still working on me. I'm under construction. And there's going to be some time I may miss the mark. But I'll get back up again. Because the Bible said a just man falls seven times. But he gets back up each and every time. Even though you may even confess your faults to somebody. Don't you feel bad about it. Because guess what? There is there for now. No condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. If you listen to the podcast, I pray you are blessed by the word. I want you to take a moment to examine yourself. If there is something you're dealing with, send me an email. Let's pray together. Let's believe God. Let's not talk about the church. Let's be the church in this season. People need to see that we're not so holy and so righteous that we don't deal with fear and anxiety and, and, and depression. Can I be real with you? Can I be real with you? There's a young man who was a shepherd boy. One day, a giant, nine foot giant threatened the entire army of Israel. This shepherd boy killed that giant. He went from being a shepherd boy to be the armor bearer to the king. Eventually he became king over the entire nation of Israel. Unbeknown to everybody else, this man had an issue with women. Until ultimately he met a woman named Bathsheba who was married at the time. He didn't care. She married. He arranged for Bathsheba helping to be killed. And he hid it until a prophet of God exposed it to him. And when he was exposed at the one who caused someone's harm, he confessed this to God. He said, cleanse me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be white as snow. His name is David. Can I be real with you? I pray that you will be real with with God, with yourself, and find someone. Because you can't tell all your faults to everybody. Let's be real with that. You can't confess your faults to everybody because everybody's not at that level yet. So be wise. But find someone that you can be with and talk to them and talk to them and talk to them about what you're dealing with. We're here for you. Praying for you. Believe in God for great things in your life. 
Father, thank you for your precious word. We give you honor and give you praise for everything said and done. Thank you, O oh God, that we can come boldly before the throne of grace. Thank you, O oh God, we can come boldly before your throne of grace. Not based on anything we've done, O oh God, but based on what Jesus Christ has done for us. And we come, O oh God, confessing we have sinned against you, Lord. We sinned against you. We sinned. And we ask, oh God, to please forgive us. Wash us in the precious blood of Jesus. Cleanse our hearts of all sin and all unrighteousness. Yes, Lord, I'll talk about that. Yes, 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 Lord. Repentance has absolutely nothing to do with you getting in front of the congregation. It has absolutely nothing to do with you getting in front of somebody and saying, I repent. No. Repentant is between you and your Heavenly Father. Repentant is you deciding in your mind that this character flaw is hindering me from being who God could even be. So I'm going to make up my mind. I'm going to change my attitude, my mindset. That's repentance. Thank you, Lord. I pray for you. And I hope you pray for me. We'll see you tomorrow. May God bless you. We love you.